certain things if you insulate a food with them, the food will get hotter. And that adds in its heat, similar to the way fire does, obviously not to the same temperature, but it's similar to fire in the sense that it increases the temperature of the food. You're going for example, hagefes, uh, residue from olives after you've crushed them for oil, vizevel, uh, dung, melach, salt, seed, which is plaster or lime, the and sand. Oh, alternatively, another other, other example, grape skins, uh, unprocessed wool or grass, provided the last three are wet. Even if the moisture is because it's natural, not that it got wet from something else, uh, still they'll add heat. Which uh, says even, means that if the moisture is not natural, it will certainly add heat. Now, some question that that's not the case. Uh, in fact, some manuscripts of uh, editions of the Rambam don't say the word even. But in any event, these things are called things which increase heat. There are other things. If you insulate a food with them, it will retain its temperature. But they do not add to its cooking process or to its heat. Rather, they just prevent it from cooling down. For example, Zogin. Uh, Grape skins, muchin, and uh, unprocessed wool, vasavim, yuvashim, and or grass, yuvashim. That these three things are dry, as opposed to moist in the previous example. Chsus, material or garments, peris, produce of grain, kanfayena, pigeon feathers, v'ayras pishton, chips of flax, pieces of pieces of flax that fall upon the processing, like little little toes of flax, wood chips. Or you could translate that as sawdust, mishlochin, uh, furs or pelts, vigizet temer, and uh, wool, uh, shearings of wool. Dvarim elon yikarin davashin emes of hell. These are called. These are insulations that do not increase in the heat. Base. And I didn't hire upon basic halacha. It should be. You would think. Should biblically, scripturally, midaraisa. Should taim nedavar mishav hevel meediyim. You're allowed to insulate the food with something which adds heat as long as you insulate it with that material before Shabbos. Vishar vitavshu tom with Shabbos and let it stay insulated into Shabbos. And then whenever you want to eat it, you can uncover it, unwrap it, and eat it. Shemashin al gabi eish b'Shabbos because you're allowed to leave food on the fire on Shabbos. Certainly, you should be allowed to leave food insulated in these types of materials on Shabbos. However, the Chum forbade a person to insulate these types of food in something which, um, which uh, uh, adds, adds heat. This is a decree. We're worried that perhaps because you insulated it before Shabbos with material that increases the temperature, perhaps on Shabbos it will cause the the food to get so hot that it'll boil. And then you know it boils over and then it makes a mess. You're going to have to uncover it, or unwrap it, so that the boiling subsides. And then you're going you're gonna to again cover it on Shabbos. And it comes out, you're going to end up insulating with something that adds to the heat on Shabbos, which is forbidden. So therefore, so you're going to insulate it with a material which adds heat. For example, uh, uh, sand, for example, before Shabbos. Then Shabbos is going to start. It's going to boil over. You're going to remove the insulation, let the boiling subside, and then insulate it again on Shabbos with the, with the sand.
And that's a problem. You're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. Lefichon, therefore, because the whole problem is that since it's, uh, since it's, we're waiting, it's going to boil over on Shabbos, even though we're not allowed to insulate it before Shabbos starts and let it sit there into Shabbos, you are allowed to insulate it if you wait till after sunset, but it's before nightfall. The, at that point, it's uh, late in the day after sunset, most of the uh, uh, um, pots have already subsided in their heat somewhat. The boiling has subsided. Uh, so earlier in the day when it's freshly cooked, it's, boil, it's, it's, it's boiling hot. It's the hottest it possibly gets. You insulate it. It'll keep that temperature. And then it'll increase as, uh, when, when, later in the evening when Shabbos already arrives. But over here, if you leave it uninsulated into Shabbos, after, after, well, after sunset anyways, and then you only insulate it, at that point it's already cooler. The Kivin Shanachah, once it cooled down, already shuv, and it will not boil again. Therefore, this is an interesting example where a more lenient, for technical or obvious reasons, we're more lenient if you wait till after sunset than we are before sunset. Before sunset, the food is at a temperature where insulating it will make it maintain that temperature and possibly boil over into Shabbos. If, however, you wait till after sunset, at that point, the temperature is subsided to the point that insulating it will not cause that problem. Now, here's the question. What's the problem of insulating it before Shabbos with something which increases the temperature? And uh, uh, if the whole worry is that you're going to end up uncovering it and recovering it on Shabbos, so even if you do that, you only did a rabbinic prohibition, it's the rabbanon. I mean, you're not supposed to make a gazera for a gazera. So we're preventing you from insulating it with the temperatures which increase, increase temperature before Shabbos um, because of the possibility you're going to insulate it with things which increase the temperature on Shabbos. So you're do, doing a, a rabbinic prohibition to prevent the person from violating another rabbinic prohibition. And there's various answers to this question. One of the basic answers is, is that these two prohibitions were enacted at the exact same time. It wasn't that one was enacted and later they enacted a second one to prevent the first one from being pr- tr- transgressed. They both happened to Simultaneously, in which case it's not a problem. Halacha Gimel. The chaim and I didn't hire would be would be it should it should be the halacha. Litmain essentially litmain hatavshu b'davish emes of hevel b'shabbos atzma to be allowed to take a food like a hot pot of chicken soup, for example, and insulate it on Shabbos with something that does not increase temperature. It merely preserves the temperature. For example, um, uh, unprocessed wool. So. Um, I will also come to Mazer, however, the Chum forbade this, because if you do that, maybe you're going to insulate it with, uh, with remets, which is basically uh, dirt that you picked off the bottom of the fireplace, which has embers of ash in it. It can be little sparks of fire in it. And if there's little fire, sparks of fire, or little coals from the bottom of the fireplace, the bottom of the oven, you're going to end up stoking those coals or blowing on them to increase the temperature. And therefore, prohibited one from insulating food on Shabbos, no matter what, even if it doesn't add heat, because if you insulate food on Shabbos, uh, you may uh, end up using an insulation that contains coals or sparks of fire, and then you're going to come to actually stoke those, those coals or blow on them, which is a biblical prohibition. And as we said in the previous halacha, because it's forbidden to insulate food on Shabbos, it's forbidden to insulate food before Shabbos with something which increases the temperature because it may boil over on Shabbos, in which, you, in which case you're going to uncover it and recover it on Shabbos, which is not allowed. When you're in the time between whether we're, we're, we're in doubt whether it's night or not, in other words, it's past sunset but before nightfall when three stars comes out, that's called the time when we're in doubt as to whether it's nightfall or not. You are allowed to cover hot food. And according to the Rambam, that means even with things that do increase the, the heat. Now on Shabbos, although we said that you're not allowed to insulate, um, 
hot food, you are allowed to insulate cold food, provided that what the thing you're using to insulate does not increase the temperature. That it should not get more cold. Or so that it should, it should remove its chill. So I'm not exactly sure how taking a cold food and insulating it will remove its chill, uh, but it certainly will not get, cause it to uh, become colder. What if you have hot food that you insulated it before Shabbos in a permitted manner? For example, that means presumably you use something which does not uh, increase the temperature. Or for that matter, maybe it's talking about a case you did use food which increases the temperature, but you only did it after sunset, which in which case we said it's permitted at the end of Halacha base. So, um, so Chamesh is Tum and of Shabbos, we call it Shabbos. You insulated before Shabbos, and on Shabbos it became uncovered. Mut Lachases, and you're allowed to cover it. Uh, excuse me, obviously, we're talking about in that case of material that, is, that, that does not add into the heat, I stand corrected. So you, you, you insulated the food before Shabbos with material which does not add in the heat, it merely preserves it, and on Shabbos it becomes uncovered. With Lachsais, you may cover it again on Shabbos, so you're because you're not adding it to any heat. With Lachachliv, Hakis, by Shabbos, you're allowed to change the covering on Shabbos. Okay, so for example, you're allowed to take off the, the material, the shvata, the garment that you used to cover it, and cover it instead with pigeon feathers. You'll have to take off pigeon feathers and use the material, the clothing, because all these are different materials, all do not add in the heat, they merely preserve the heat. If person transfers hot food from one vessel to another, you're allowed to. Um, so you take the chicken soup you, uh, off the fire. You take it. You pour it from the first the first pot into a second pot. You're allowed to insulate the second pot with with material provided that does not does not increase the heat. The original pot you may not do so. We said, but the but the second pot you may. Just like as you you may insulate a cold item. So klisheni is considered cold technically. Speaking, even though it's uh, hot to the touch, so it also happened of Shabbos because they only prohibited to insulate food on Shabbos that's hot if it's in the original pot it was cooked in. If you move it to a second pot, mutter at that point is permitted. So if you have, have chicken soup on the fire, you want to uh, save it for tomorrow. You want to keep it on the fire though. Pour it into a second pot, according to the Rambam, and you insulate it, and you can keep it for as long as, it, as you want. It stays hot. According to the Rambam, you're allowed to put one hot metal pot on another hot metal pot on Shabbos, or excuse me, one metal pot on top of another metal, another metal pot, or an earthenware pot on an earthenware pot. Or a uh, earthenware pot on a metal pot, or a metal pot on an earthenware pot, and you're allowed to seal either of these uh, types of pots closed with dough. Uh, again, you're not, you're not trying to increase the heat, just so that the heat should be preserved. That's not considered hatamana insulation. So also because the only prohibition about insulating on Shabbos, I'll, um, uh, that's the prohibition. The, the, prohibition is, the prohibition is insulation. Hatamana to put one hot pot on another hot pot in order that the two together will better retain their heat. That's permitted. You may not put a pot that has cold food on a pot that is hot on Shabbos. This presumably means even if it's not on the fire. Because uh, um, that increases the heat on the top cold pot on Shabbos. And we're talking about a case, presumably, where you're going to cause the food in the top pot, which is cold, to become hot to the point that it could actually burn the hand. And that resembles cooking on Shabbos. If, however, you uh, put it there before Shabbos started, that's permitted. If that's not considered like doing uh, uh, insulation, with something which increases the temperature.
Because over here, one pot covering the other does not, neither pot is completely covered, uh, just the top is covered, but the rest of the pot is exposed, that's not truly considered a case of insulation. It's not considered atmana.